Today we are celebrating the anniversary of the installation of Sri Sri Gornitai in this ancient city of Kazan. Why are you worshipping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? There could be many answers to that question. Any suggestions for the, any answer to that question? Most merciful. He's merciful. Okay, many people are merciful. Because Gauranga is Krishna himself. Gauranga is Krishna himself, okay. Because of Srila Prabhupada. Because of Srila Prabhupada. Because we are Rupanugas. Because you are Rupanugas. Yeah. Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embodies Radha and Krishna. Is the combined form of Radha and Krishna. Okay, we've had Krishna in the answer twice, but then who is that Krishna? What's so special about Krishna? Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore we worship him. He is supreme. We are subordinate. It is our constitutional position to worship him. How do you know that he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead? India has so many avatars. There is an avatar popping up every few days. We believe Srila Prabhupada. You believe Srila Prabhupada. Why should you believe Srila Prabhupada? Any, anyone can say anything. Srimad Bhagavatam states so. What, what verse is that? Do you find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's name in Srimad Bhagavatam? 11.5.32 Krishna Varnam Twisha Krishnam Sangopangastra Parshadam Yagyair Sankirtana Prayer Yajanti Hi Sumedasaha. This is the right answer. It is, we are to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead through Shastra. But this verse. Please listen. Don't, don't make a video recording. Please just listen. Video recording you'll get later. Yeah, everyone put off their phone kindly. Mm. So the, the Gorya Acharyas have accepted this verse from Bhagavatam as the main Shastric evidence that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It doesn't directly mention him. The verse says, 
it is in reply to the, or is explaining who is the avatar for Kali Yoga. So it is described Krishna Varnam. This can have various meanings. One meaning is that he is Krishna, he's in the category of Krishna. So that's true of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Yes. And it also means that he's always chanting the name of Krishna. What does Krishna mean? Does anyone know? Now, if you want to explain what Krishna means, how much time will it take? Is it possible to finish describing what Krishna means? Even if you have millions of lifetimes, we cannot come to the end. Please put away the phone. Yeah. Even if we have millions of lifetimes, we cannot come to the end of describing what Krishna means. Once in Bangladesh, I saw a newspaper headline. It was written in Bengali. Krishna Dibosh. Dibosh means day, so it means Krishna day. So I thought, well, that's unusual in a Muslim country, having a day for Krishna. Then I read the article and it was some, some bad news and they were saying it's a black day. It's a very bad day. So one, one main dictionary meaning of Krishna is black. So this verse says, Krishna Varnam Twisha Krishnam. His bodily appearance is not black. It doesn't look like Krishna. His effulgence is that Radha Bhava duty. He, he has the bodily effulgence and the feelings of Radharani. He comes with all his associates, confidence, confidential companions, and his weapons. He is worshipped mainly in this Kali Yuga by Sankirtan, by the sacrifice of Sankirtan. Sacrifice, yagya is translated in English as sacrifice, and you probably have a similar word in Russian, you must have. But exactly the English word and probably the Russian word also does not convey the full import of the word yagya. Anyway, it's an approximation. Many times we have to do with approximations, as you as a translator can understand. So mostly by Sankirtan he is worshipped in Kali Yoga. We are celebrating here the installation of Sri Sri Gornitai. How many years ago? Six. Hmm? Six. Six years. It's more than six years. Oh, oh I see, for the bigger deities. Oh, the, the small deities, they weren't gone in time? They are only big deities are gone in time. Huh? 
Because the small deities have been here for so many years. They're also gone, it's all. Yeah, since 1999. 95, yeah. Yeah, small deities are also gone at times. It's not that. <laughs> so, yeah, prior, mostly by That means they're worshipped in other ways also, by deity worship, for instance. And people who worship him by this method, they are of good intelligence. Generally in Kali Yuga, people are of bad intelligence. They are Manda, Sumanda, Matayaha. They are of bad intelligence, and if you don't believe us, Sumanda, very bad intelligence. Overall they are bad, and particularly their ideas are really nonsense. So if you want to have a good brain in Kali Yuga or the symptoms of good intelligence is that one worships Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by Sankirtan Yagya. In Chaitanya Charitamrita, Sri Krishnas Kaviraj Goswami has unpacked this verse. Sankirtan Pravartak Shri Krishna Chaitanya Sankirtan Jagya Jai Bhajai Shridhana He says that the inaugurator of Sankirtan is Shri Krishna Chaitanya. Whoever worships Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by Sankirtan Yagya, by the sacrifice of Sankirtan, he is Dhanya. Not a, not a sign of Sumedha, very good intelligence. But three times you have to be asked to put your phones off. If, any, if anyone with less intelligence still hasn't put their phone off, please do so now. I have a good solution to this problem. I don't have a phone. If you want to have a peaceful life, don't have a phone. Well, it's a start anyway. So dhanya, yeah, dhanya means fortunate, glorious. There are various meanings. Ah, then Krishnadas Kaviraj continues. Shaito Shumedha. Anyone, same word as in Bhagavatam, whoever worships in this way Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is of good intelligence. Are Kubhuti Shangsha, the opposite of Su made a good intelligence, the opposite of Su is Ku. So Kubuddhi, Medha means intelligence and Buddhi also means intelligence. Shaito Shumeda are Kubuddhi. And others, they are uh, of bad intelligence and they're in material existence. Kubuddhi Shangsha. Then Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami makes a uh, definitive statement. 
Sarva Jagya Hoite Krishna Nama Jagya Sha. Among all the uh, different yagyas, the essence of them all is the yagya, the sacrifice of chanting the names of Krishna. This is a very big statement for people in Vedic culture. You can't understand what a big thing it is. This morning we were discussing from Gita the cycle, this, uh, the cycle of human life, everything, all karmas, all activities in Vedic culture culminate in karma, uh, in yagya. Of course, in Gita, Krishna says, Sarva karma kilam parata jnane parisamapyate. The, the, all the karmas, they culminate in knowledge. But the, the practical culmination of all pious activities is yagya. It's a very big thing in Vedic culture when especially when big yagyas are performed by kings. We see in Bhagavatam and Mahabharata descriptions of kings performing yagyas. That biggest yagya, Rajasuya yagya. So Yudhishthira had to send his brothers out in all directions to, to uh, get the acquiescence of all the kings to perform a yagya, especially the another very big famous yagya is Ashvamedha yagya. Very big. If you perform a hundred Ashvamedha yagyas, you can become Indra. Or even uh, small yagyas are performed daily at home by brahmanas, kshatriyas and vaishyas. But the, uh, the yagya will have no effect unless the person is properly following all the Vedic principles. So many rules and regulations are required. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says that no rules, no of the, none of the ritualistic rules are required for performing Sankirtan yagya. Where does he say that? Second. Second verse. Okay, you can all say it. Now, Namakari Bahuda Nijasarvashaktis Tatrar Pita Niamita Smarane Nakalaha Itadrishi Tavakripa Bhagavan Mamati Duridaiva Nidrishamaka So, what's that second line again? means that there are no specific rituals for chanting the holy name, no special rules. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Kayate shuete jota tota namaloi desha kala niyam nahi sarva siddhi hoi. He says that 
even when you're eating, you can chant Hare Krishna. You can't chew some peanuts while you're doing the Agnihotra Yagya or Swaha. You can't do that. Not allowed. Kayate Shuite, even when you're lying down, you can chant Hare Krishna. Generally not recommended that you chant your japa lying down. But when you're lying down to go to sleep, you can say Hare Krishna. But don't chant your japa like that. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, in whatever way we take the name, we chant the name, there's no consideration of place or time or any special ritualistic rules. One can attain all perfection. So someone had suggested that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is very merciful, therefore we worship him. That's also true. This is his mercy, that he's given us a very easy way for God-realization in this age, particularly by chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Do you know the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra? Now you're laughing because it's a silly question. Definitely you know. How do you know that someone else had said, we are worshipping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because Srila Prabhupada told us to. We, we know the Hare Krishna mantra because of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy, which we have received through Srila Prabhupada. So as I was coming here in the car, I was speaking with Archi Mataji. Where is she? She here now. She she came here, but she's not here. So she is a grandmother. But I don't think her babushka could imagine chanting Hare Krishna. And when her grandmother was young, this Archie Mataji's grandmother was young. She has no idea of Hare Krishna. It was unimagined. Even in Chaitanya Bhagavad, it stated, Priti Vite Ajay Dhatta Nagaradi Gram Maranam, that this, the holy names of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will be preached in every town and village. But even the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who, if you ask them, do you know what is Hare Krishna Mantra, like you, they will laugh. I'm talking about maybe 60 years ago. If you ask, just like I asked you, do you know what is the Hare Krishna mantra? So if you go back in time, 60 years, to Navadvip, the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and ask them if you know what is the Hare Krishna mantra, they will laugh. It's a silly question. Because of course they know what the Hare Krishna mantra is. But if you ask them, that there is a place in Russia called Kazan, and people there will be chanting Hare Krishna, they will also laugh. They will think it is absurd. 
even though they know very well Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's prediction, but they think, I know what they think, but they didn't think it was possible. But now you are laughing. It's become such a central part of your life that you think it's funny not to know the Hare Krishna mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Prabhu Kohe, Kohilam, E Maha Mantra. Yeah. Eha japa gya shabe kare nibandha. Eha hoite sarva shiddhi hoibe shoba sarva khan kahonam vidinahiya. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was explaining that I have told you the Mahamantra, Hare Krishna mantra, Mahamantra. He said everyone should chant this. Uh, nirbandha, he used the word nirbandha, which is uh, not a very common word. Uh, one meaning is following the rules. Now we, we heard that there's no rules regarding time, place and circumstance for chanting the holy names. But there are rules for following Vaidhi Bhakti. Vaidhi Bhakti means the, the path following rules, the path of devotion following rules, which is given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That will help us to advance. If we don't follow, we're less likely to advance. For instance, you can drink tea and coffee and chant Hare Krishna. Drinking tea or coffee is not a very big sin. But it blocks our advancement in Krishna consciousness. So we don't do that. If anywhere you have bad habits, you can start chanting Hare Krishna. But when one practices seriously, he has to forswear bad habits. Srila Prabhupada once said that if someone is addicted, addicted to drinking wine, and when he drinks the wine, rasohamapsukhantaya, he thinks the taste of this wine is Krishna, then one day he will become a very great devotee. That doesn't mean that we should, now we should all go and drink wine and chant Hare Krishna. The point is that we can start our Krishna consciousness even in a very fallen state. But when we become serious about Krishna consciousness, then we have to follow seriously all the rules given to us by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to help us advance. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Iha hoite sarva shiddhi hoibe shobha. By this process, everyone can attain all perfection. Uh, 
So it's open to everyone. The yagya, the process of yagya, traditional yagya, that can be participated in only by strict followers of the Vedic culture. In, in such a yagya, if someone from Russia came to where, or from Britain, more likely, someone from Britain comes in a place where yagyas are being performed, they won't be allowed to come. Because we come from a culture of meat and alcohol and all bad things, our very presence will make that yagya invalid. But now we're chanting Hare Krishna and that is all purifying. So Sarva Siddhi, one can get all perfection by this chanting. Everything comes. Hari Beshoba, therefore Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's instruction, Sarva Khan Kohonam Bidinahiya. So chant the holy names all the time, there's no other rule. We should make rule number 65. No, no cell phone. No one cares for this rule. Three times he said. Three times I said, and after that, three times people have taken photos. It is, it is helpful to listen. After all, it is Shravanam Kirtanam, not Photonam Kirtanam. <laughs> we have to learn by hearing not by seeing. So in this way, uh, uh, in this way, the Sarva Jagya Hoite Krishna Nama Jagyasha. In this way, Chaitanya Mahabhu explains how this chanting of Hare Krishna is the essence of all yagyas. Uh, the yagya is performed with much endeavor, much difficulty by persons who are uh, ritually purified. Uh, but even then, it gives results only after a long time. It's mostly performed for material benefits. Seven. Number seven. Uh, as we find in that section of Gita, it's described that cycle of sacrifice that's actually discussing worshipping the demigods. But we find also in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Koti uh, Ashameda Jagya. A Krishna Masham Jai Kahe Shai Pashande Dande Tare Jam. That whoever says that performing 10 million Ashvamedha Yagyas, which is practically impossible, uh, is equal to chanting one time the name of Krishna, anyone who says like that is uh, a rascal. <laughs> 
Now, generally, people, the karmis, they say, what is this chanting Hare Krishna? These yagyas are much more important. The yagya is performed with great pomp and great, very big arrangement. With so much, uh, so much arrangement is there, following so many rules. And kayate, shuite, jota, tota, namla, you're saying that someone who's just sitting like this, eating some peanuts, Hare Krishna, and they get more benefit than performing an ashramada yagya? This is ridiculous. But Krishnadas Kaviraj says that anyone who says that performing 10 million ashramada yagyas is equal to one time chanting Hare Krishna, he is a rascal and is subject to be punished by Yamaraj. Is that an exaggeration? What do you think? Is that just something to encourage people to chant Hare Krishna, but it's not actually true? It may be like that. What are the offenses against the holy name? Tathavada Harinam Nikalpanam to think that the benefits of chanting Hare Krishna which are given in the scriptures they are exaggerations or imaginations that is an offense to the holy name it's a very powerful process there are no complex Vedic ritualistic rules for chanting. But it is possible to chant for many lifetimes and not get the proper result. Bahujanma kare jadi shravarnikirtan tabuta napai krishna pade premadhan. One can chant for many, one can go on hearing and chanting about Krishna for many lifetimes and not get love of Krishna if one is offensive in chanting. But if we chant the names of Chaitanya and Nityananda, there is no such consideration. Therefore, before chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, we should chant Sri Krishna, Chaitanya, Prabhu, Nityananda, Sri Advaita Garadhar, Sivasadi Gaur Bhaktivinoda and take the blessings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his associates. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda do not take any offenses. They don't notice. So what does that mean? We can make offenses. No, we should not make offenses. Because their devotees will not be happy if you make offenses. In chanting the names of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu doesn't consider offenses. But in, especially in worshipping the deities, we should be very careful. Of course, Gornitai are very merciful. But we shouldn't take advantage of that and think that I'll just do... We shouldn't take advantage of that. And just serve them or do worship however I like. Whenever I like. If I feel like it, I'll do it. If not, I won't do it. 
we should take deity worship very seriously. We cannot join Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Sankirtan party unless we are fully dedicated to the lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We will not be allowed, just like Srivash Thakur at his house, there was nightly Sankirtan, but it was by invitation only, RSVP. Do you have that in Russian, RSVP? Abbreviation. What, hmm? what is it? Abbreviation? Ah, it's some Latin thing. There's a letter. It means the essence is by, by invitation only. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would dance in public, sharing the holy names. But then he had his inner group. One of his inner group was Chota Haridas, who would sing very sweetly, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appreciated his kirtan. But for a very slight offense, or maybe not even a, a shadow of an offense, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu banned him from his company. So we should be very careful approaching Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He is most merciful, but don't take it for granted. There's much more to say, but no time to say it now. Anyway, the essence is, go on, go on chanting. Sarva Jagya Hoitesa, Krishna Nama Jagyasa. The essence of all yagyas is chanting the name of Krishna. This is the best way to worship Gornitai.